Welcome to Deep Waters. I am George Jackovic alongside the champions, Paulie Mananaji, Chris Algieri, and Showtime Sean Porter. We are talking Deep Waters today. We're talking about the heavyweight division 2024. You know, they say as the heavyweights go, so goes boxing. It's not exactly true, but I think we can agree when the heavyweight division is rolling, it's better for boxing. Sean, I want to go to you first. That hoodie you're wearing, who is it? Because it looks like you on the hoodie. And was that a gift or did you make that for yourself? <laughs> no, the bottom line, George, I love myself. Okay. So because I love Nothing myself. Nothing wrong with that. I just shouted to show everybody that I love myself. Now, this was a, a, a present uh, from somebody. And when I got it, I was like, why would you give me a picture of me on on a sweatshirt? And he says, I have a whole bunch of myself and I wear them all the times. So. But yeah, I mean, he's the conceited one in, in my group of friends. But uh, hey, here I am today. And I said, you know what? Wild hair, I'll do something else wild. And I'll wear a picture of myself. So here I am. Do you go out with that? Do you go, do you go out and go out and bubble with it? Now listen, Paulie, I don't. So when we cut, we'll see. I, I took this off. I went out in a sweat different sweatshirt, and then I can't. Okay. This is this is this is Pro Box TV acceptable. Okay, this is not. I'm only Vegas. saying. I'm only saying that because you know why? That's one of those things you do where you have a friend record you from behind or something from the side, and then like you see people's reactions when uh -huh. you them. You know. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I used to make I used to make my best friend walk around with my belt when we were traveling for the uh for the fight. <laughs> and then and I'd be I'd be like ten feet behind him because he yeah. was out of wearer than I did. <laughs> so he'd be walking around with his belt, but he was like fat and out of shape. Everybody looked at him, who is this guy? <laughs> it was my sparring, my sparring partners used to always wear my team shirts because there was a picture of me on it, and they thought maybe I wouldn't want to hit myself as hard right in the face. So <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> so that's good. Right I like that. Okay. All right, guys, like we're, we're talking about the heavyweights. And Chris, start with you. I think in June of, of last year, nothing had happened in the division. There, there had been no title fights. There was only one title fight, Usyk and Dubois. But things started to heat up at the end. So today, we want to talk about some fights you want to see. Um, who's going to be a rising star in the division? Who's going to be a new star? But Chris, give me your, your, uh, your overview of the division, because especially the fights in December, there's a lot of heat now. We got Usyk and Fury coming up, so it seems like the division is doing a lot better than it was last year. Yeah, we I mean, don't we, got Usyk and Fury coming up. I just wanted to go ahead. Well, you Pop said it. that, and I was going to get go to ahead, that, Chris. but <laughs> we we uh, we've been praising 2023 as such a great year for boxing, and it was. And and George, like you said, we we were talking about this, you know, in the summertime. We were like, man, everything's going great except for the heavyweights. And we had a fantastic breakout year for everything below 200 pounds. And we weren't complaining because there were so many good fights being made. All the fights we wanted to have happen. Um, some fights that we didn't expect to be great turned out to be fantastic. And, and, and you know, everything, everything in between. But we had no heavyweights. Then the end of the year happens and we have a breakout, basically a night. <laughs> where we had all the heavyweights fight at the same time. And uh, now everybody's excited about the heavyweight division again. Closing out 2023 as as like I keep saying it's the best best year of boxing in my lifetime as as a fan. Um, so yeah, no, the heavyweights are they, they're reinvigorated. You know, Anthony Joshua goes out there, puts on a fantastic performance against a guy who's tough to look good against. Otto Balin goes out there and puts on a sh a, a, a kind of performance where you're like, yo, Anthony Joshua's back. Let's go. You know, I think a lot of people are actually going to be swapping him and Wilder now because Wilder <laughs> had a terrible <laughs> night. Yeah. Joshua Parker goes out there, puts on a great performance because let's not take any, let's not take away things from from uh, from Parker. He fought brilliantly. He had a great fight, great game plan against a very dangerous guy. And even Wilder at this stage, the guy can still punch. 
Um, but he didn't show that vigor. He didn't show that that fire. He didn't show that that violence that he always came that he always brought to the ring, even the press conferences. He didn't have any of that. Um, mm-hmm. So now people are probably looking at this like, I think I got I think I got Joshua over Wilder now. I've been hearing a lot of people saying that. Um, even Eddie Hearn, uh, Anthony Joshua's promoter, says he thinks that fight's a mismatch now. It doesn't need to be made. I wouldn't. I don't know if I agree with that entirely, but it, it's not that far off off of the truth. Um, and, you know, we got a lot of young guys. You saw Hergovich on there, who is a, f- a fantastic fighter. Uh, Dubois came out and put on a good performance after that, you know, flop against, against Usyk. Chris, Chris yeah, Sean has his hand raised. Sean. Chris, do you think uh, Eddie Hearn's trying to keep Anthony Joshua safe by saying that fight doesn't need to be made now? Who's he beating? The guy don't want to fight. When, when that was not a physical performance, that was worse to me. That is a mental performance. He did not want to engage. He did not want to fight. So the fight is out of Wilder. He doesn't want to be in that kind of atmosphere anymore as far as being in danger and, and rocking and, and, you know, putting himself in a position to hurt somebody. You know, fighting is a mindset. You guys know that. Wilder looked like his mindset was in another place. He looked like he was like a, a hippie doing Zen yoga. You know what I mean? Like, you just he, want to do nothing got, about it. So what, what, he, how is that guy deserving? How, how are we going to put that? Any other division, I would agree with you. Any other division, I would agree with you. But this is heavyweight. But, but we've he, seen, he, guys, we've he, seen he, guys. He got it out he, of his he, system. His mindset he, he was got. He got it out of his system. He 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 wanted that fight over there in 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 the in the Middle East so so bad. He wanted to. It, he waited a whole when, year when to get back in the ring. Know, man. When, when it's out, he wanted that. When it's out, that's not what he said I, at the end back. of the fight. He was basically saying like, "I'm happy." You know, yeah. it, he didn't. He didn't sound like a guy who wanted to fight again. And also, Sean, he said he. I don't know what this drug does, but apparently he took something called ayahuasca. It's some mind-altering oh. thing, I think. And and apparently he he has done that before, and it helps you explore yourself. He doesn't seem like he wants to explore himself in the ring anymore, Ooh, Sean. No, nah, he's missing. somebody that's, that doesn't need to explore slope. himself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like he's he already has that in him. He's he's very like self-aware. He doesn't need to take anything to do to go any further than he goes. He's he's self-aware. That to me, uh, that's that's the ex. I I've so here's my thing. I've been spoiled by boxing from a standpoint, and my dad has literally had his hand on every single thing that I've done. So I kind of look at trainers and managers as if they should do the things that my dad has done. You supposed to know what your athlete's taking. We put the onus on the athlete first. The athlete knows should know what he's taking. But then right behind him, there should be a manager or a trainer right behind him saying, hey, uh, you know, what'd you take today? What'd you eat today? What? How are you feeling today? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? That's oh, a Sean, Sean, ayahuasca is a little different. Ayahuasca is not like a not like a recreational drug. Right, it's right. it's a it, it's a um uh what is it called a um what is the kind of hallucinogenic? Is it a hallucinogenic? No, psychedelic. It's a psychedelic. So it's a psychedelic drug, <clears throat> and people go and they do. It's like a you get a shaman, you do a whole ritual, and it's supposed to be you're supposed to look inward and all this. It, it, it's I, I have friends who do psychedelics. They told me, oh, you should do this. I'm like, man, I'm not doing that until I'm done fighting if I'm ever going <laughs> to yeah. do it because that's going to make but me look inward. Is it, like, is it like shrooms? Like what Tyson's very doing? similar. Yeah, it's a psychedelic, yes. the same class of drug, but it makes you look very inward and you start to, I don't know, honestly, it's, it's like a love drug. I don't I don't think it's a good idea for any fighter to do that. Well, that's my point. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he wants anymore. to fight anymore. Yeah, that's that's an issue. Oh, I never, I didn't well, hear that, George. That's, no, that, Jake, that Lama- Jake Lamada's trainer had it right when he Jake got caught throwing the fight. Don't fight anymore. It's a free country. <laughs> Fight anymore. Hey, and Jake came back and had a great career. So 
Why? Why? He, he did. He did. You're right. You got me on that one. But you know what? <laughs> you know what, dude? I'm the, betting push-ups for everybody on this panel who's wait, betting wait. against Wilder in a fight dude, with Dan, it, Anthony I, Joshua. I, it, because it's like a waste of a spot that, like, it could be Joshua against Zhang, Joshua against Ergovich. Like, it could be a much better fight, but we got to still force Joshua versus <laughs> Wilder. That, that well, I don't. I don't stop. think we're that close to seeing it anymore. I don't. I, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like. I know Anthony Joshua came out right afterwards and was like. Oh, we can still make that fight. But now if you got Eddie Herb being like, nah, we're not, I mean, that fight doesn't... If he's putting out there that it's a mismatch, I don't think that fight's going to happen anytime soon. I don't know, man. I, I, I'd i rather see Joshua against Argovich or Zhang or something. Or, you well, know, well I, you know what? I would too. We're, we're, since we're talking about Joshua, um, he was on the list of things to talk about, obviously. It, it's amazing, Paulie, how he transformed his, his career because he didn't seem like he was, you know, on the upward path until he got into the ring yeah, least, yeah, but and, at and least now we talk you know about what him is, with, with Joshua, even though he wasn't looking mentally sturdy, you could see he was trying to get there. That's the difference. With he was active. Yeah, not that he was active. He was like working on it. You could see like he wanted it to be better and, and it just wasn't, you know, and you could see it frustrated him because he went back and kept working harder and he showed up super, super sharp for this fight with Waleen and, and just, you know, took control of the ring with sharp, everything. You know, he was on point. A really, really impressive performance. So, you know, you could go back and he was working at it. Wilder, dude, besides the ayahuasca, whatever that the thing is called, he just wasn't in mentally in it, man. I mean, he hasn't fought in a while. He, then he shows up and does and lays this egg in, in Saudi Arabia. Then he does a post-fight interview and it seems like he doesn't care. But why, why do we got to torture ourselves? As boxing fans, and 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 put ourselves through this kind of misery, then we're well, gonna, gonna put ourselves. We're gonna still put ourselves through a Wilder versus Joshua fight, and then get disappointed by it. Why do we do that to ourselves? Why do we even talk about it? Oh, we, do you know we, something we don't? Is this fight made? We don't know about it. You yeah, <laughs> I want to talk <laughs> about Joshua. And it's you know what it is? To I don't want to give. I don't want to give gasoline to fights that shouldn't be made, and then all of a sudden the gas. Because we're not talking about gasoline, that though. We're talking we're about Joshua. We are talking about that, though. We I think he can feel my energy because I just want to pour gasoline all over the bad boy. So. No. <laughs> Don't choke. Don't choke, Paulie. I'm Don't choke. Not to jump. Right before <laughs> we went on air, you almost lost me. This year, also, I think I think 2023 was the year of inactivity and, and, and the, the, the insidious and negative aspect of inactivity because all the big fights we had, we had the Crawford-Spence fight, right? Spence was more inactive than Crawford. Crawford looked great. Tiafimo Lopez-Taylor. Uh, Taylor was more inactive than T.O. T.O. was active, wasn't looking great, but then puts on a false performance. Joshua, same position. Wasn't wasn't looking great, but was active. Wilder wasn't active at all. And Joshua looked great. Wilder looked terrible. So th this year really exposed how important it is for mm. fighters to stay active, whether they're young or they're old. Freddie Roach used to always say the worst enemy of a fighter is inactivity. And 2023 proved that in some of our biggest fights. Well, Sean, Sean, you were on record because Fury Usyk, Supposedly signed, sealed, delivered. It's going to happen February 17th. Sean, you said when we talked about this months ago, you said it'll never happen. We're about six weeks away from that fight happening. You still, do you think it's going to happen? Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Very verbal answer there. All right. So you do I, not use, <laughs> why, why don't you think it happen? I just, you know, the same things that we're, we're mimicking, we can mimic those same things that, that were just said about Deontay Wilder, where you look at a guy like Tyson Fury, who has been around this track so many times, and I think that a fighter will get to a point where they see the hardest night ahead of them, and they're like, man, I just had so many of those hard nights, I'm not going to have that hard night. So, even with the fight being signed, sealed, delivered, the list goes on. 
what we know about Tyson Fury is he's a showman. What we know about Tyson Fury is he likes things to be his way or or no way. Um, and with all that being said, I just, me personally, I don't feel like this is the kind of energy that he wants to exert anymore in the boxing ring, which is why he went after a Francis Ngannou earlier, earlier this year or whatever, because those are the kind of fights that he's looking for. He's looking for things that are going to, going to give him the money and the recognition and for the sake of words, the nights that I don't have to train hard for anymore. You know, let's, well, it let's did, be it real. did work out with the Engano fight. So he might as well go to WWE at this point because that, that he, he laid an egg that night. And don't be surprised if something comes up with the WWE before this. And I mean, like with him, the, honestly, and I'm a humongous fan of Tyson Fury. I first met Tyson Fury when we were 16 years old, going back to the conversation we were having offline about who you see, who you meet coming through the amateurs. 16 years old when I met Tyson Fury. I've been a fan of his for a very long time. I just personally think that, hey, you know what you're looking at, just like with Deontay Wilder. But with D, I have a different feeling for D, especially when it comes to a fight with Anthony Joshua, as opposed to Tyson Fury getting in the ring with um with uh with Alexander Usyk. I think that there's a lot of a lot of a lot a lot of a lot of pluses for for Tyson Fury, but I just don't see him being able to look at those pluses and and feel like, hey, I'm gonna win this fight, I'm gonna beat him, and hey, if he if he does get in the ring with them. Just to contradict myself, if he does get in the ring with them, I expect him to win that fight and sell off into the sunset. I don't think this is – I think this is – that will be the last one for him if he has that fight. Chris, uh, Paulie, your thoughts? Do you think that fight's going to happen, Chris? I didn't realize it was so close, George. You just opened my eyes and said, I'm like, man, I mean, it, the, the fact that it's been quiet, especially Tyson Fury's been quiet. I mean, Usyk really – unless you, you, you egg him on, he's, he's you're not really going to say anything, although he's very good at it. Um, that, that makes me have some pause. And then now Sean comes in here and says, the fight's definitely not happening. That makes me think about it. I think a fight's going to happen. I think a fight is going to happen. I'm not so sure it's going to happen in six weeks. Um, uh, cause like Sean said, Fury likes to be the captain of his own ship. And he thinks that the whole world revolves around whatever the hell he says. And, you know, for a time being, it definitely did. Um, uh, so I'm not sure if it's going to happen right as close as it's supposed to, but I do think it's going to happen at some point. This fight's going to happen February 17th. That's it. This fight's going to happen. Fury has been quiet because Fury goes into his spaced out zone when he goes into full focus mode. And that's when you know he's actually preparing very, very well. Sean, you make a good point, champ, about the fact that, you know, Fury has all the same kind of thing I was saying about Deontay where the mentality sort of leaves you. But the only thing with Fury is he's a wild card in this regard because Fury actually does look worse against lesser opposition and then comes back and looks great against better opposition. He has a kind of a habit of doing this. He doesn't get really get up for opposition that everybody picks him to beat easily and whatnot and he kind of has given average performances against those kind of of those kind of fighters but then he'll come back against a guy who people are picking against him or people are saying oh can he win or doubting him and whatever and he'll put on a, a great performance wilder on the other hand has always been a guy who's gone after it whether he's looked good or not he's always been a guy who's gone after it in the ring you know and then tried to get him and he's gotten guys out of there each and every time and when it came to this fight, I saw a different mentality that you haven't seen before. So you don't know if Wilder is a kind of can come back from this kind of mentality that he's added. But let me let me counter that a little bit because there's right. been a lot of times where Wilder fought lesser opposition. And we always think of Wilder, even when he fights lesser opposition, he knocks him out, right? But a lot of those fights, he doesn't look great until he does. No. So, so, so say he knocked out Parker late. 
And it was like a situation like when he fought Luis Ortiz and loses every right. single round until he until he bangs a right hand off his forehead. He knocked out Parker late. You make the Joshua fight. It's a, it's that simple. You know what I mean? Like, so so here so this is my this is my my follow up question to what I what I brought up. Are we overlooking Parker? He's thirty one now. He might yeah. as a heavyweight. He might well, be in what, his absolute prime. Well, here. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't. I mentioned Zhang and Ergovich when it came to Joshua opponents because I, I don't want to see them not get a shot because for a Wilder fight, which to me is a waste of time. But mm -hmm. I didn't mention Parker because I've seen that fight already. Like, yeah, I don't want to see it either. And so I, it's a, it, it kind of like and that fight wasn't really a memorable one. No. So like, but but so I didn't I didn't mean to not mention Parker because I'm I'm I'm, I'm forgetting about him. I, I just didn't mention. No, Parker. I didn't. I didn't I mean that in terms Joshua. of him, where he falls. In. I'm just meaning in terms of how good he actually might be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like what? If, for example, you know Parker. You know the thing about Parker too is he's been an ex world champion. So when you're an ex world champion, you kind of made your name. You don't want to kind of go back and fight like fringe contenders or guys who are just arriving on the scene. It's kind of like Worldwide Crawford won't, doesn't want to fight Ennis, right? It's not because he's scared of him. It's because he's not representing the same kind of money. Because if otherwise, I would look at Parker versus uh, uh, Dubois, for example. That would be a cool fight. You know what I'm saying? But but in the heavyweight division, you know Parker could say, "Oh, I've been WBO world champion. I just beat Wilder. I want something bigger." You know what I mean? And and so. I don't know. It, there's the business and the sport of things, you know. Uh, Parker certainly deserves to be in the mix. That's what I'm saying. There are a lot of guys that deserve to be in the mix. Is Andy Ruiz who kind of on hiatus, but he's still around, and people are curious about him. You know, he had the win. When did he win? Last year against Luis Ortiz, right? That one. That, that, been that a while. Been for a while yeah, too. Wow. So, so you know, been a while. The, you got you got guys that you know you probably want to see more at this point. You know that you want to see them come back, and you can match, mix and match them against each other. There's a lot of heavyweights Paul, there. We got Paulie matchmaker, Paulie manager here now. Too. Well, well yeah, the, the belts, the belts are tied up. We we figure well, it's probably well. That's why Fury and fight. You make them tied up, but that doesn't mean the rest of the heavyweight division doesn't fight. Well, well, let's let's talk, Chris. Uh, big Big Bang Zhang. He had two great wins over Joe Joyce last year. So where does that leave him? I mean, he's forty years old. If he would have become heavyweight champion, I mean, he would probably become a megastar in the sport. Any of the guys who are, you know, at the, if if they're being smart, they're going to age him out because he's Zhang's he's on, already forty. Yeah, he's on a tear. And he's a very dangerous guy. He punches well with both hands. He's got a ton of experience. Uh, he's he's a real true current prop of heavyweight in terms of size. Um, and his power's legit, man. And, and he's durable. I mean, he 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 had shown gas tank issues in the past. Seems that he's over those against Ergovich. Yeah, against Ergovich. I know and Ergovich. I mean, that was that was. I thought that was where he turned a corner. He he showed that he really belongs. And and Ergovich really opened my eyes in that fight as well. Um, but yeah, no, Zhang Zhang's a problem. He's a problem for every single heavyweight in the in the world. So I, I would assume a lot of the top guys are going to try and age him out because you know, listen, this is and, boxing, man. You get and, you get old overnight. And the thing about Zhang too, I don't know that he can be a heavyweight champion. Honestly, I really don't. You know the way this, the way things, but but he's fun TV, bro. The guy the guy's exciting every time he fights. So you, you need guys like that fighting. Even Ruiz and Zhang, for example, I think you know awesome they were fight. matchmaking. You know what I mean? That's like a fun you fight. can make you can make. Different fights, and then you know what? There is another wild card where where we sort of mentioned only Gray's over, and then we forgot about uh, um, what's his name, Engano, Mo. Engano is still yes. a guy you can mention at this point now because you know he, he's going to bring that fringe excitement. You're still wondering, is he that good or was Fury that bad? You know, so he's got at least one fight in him where you can match him against. I don't know, a fringe guy. I, I'd i rather see him against a fringe guy, like a Dubois, for example. I'd rather see him against like a Dubois. I think that would be fun, you know? Uh, so you, you can mix and match things that I that personally get me more excited than Wilder Joshua, personally. Well, Sean, Nganu was, uh, I mean, he made a name for himself out of nowhere in boxing last year. He's ranked now in the top 10 by the WBC. So uh, Nganu, and it's been quiet. He said he was going to fight soon. That didn't happen. And Ganu, what do you, I mean, it's kind of like getting your crystal ball out, but 
yeah. is he going to fight a ranked guy next year? And, and how far can he go? Uh, I think he's kind of, for the sake of words, found his place, his new place in combat sports. It's boxing. I don't, I don't, I don't know what the, what the true finances and, 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 and what the true world of the MMA is for him. I don't know if it makes sense to, for him to even go back there, but I don't see him going back. I see him trying to make a name for himself in the boxing world. Um, I think you go safer than Dubois. Reason being is because the things that we, we got to see his feet against Tyson Fury, but we didn't get to see them against somebody like Daniel Dubois, who's literally going to move and force him to really want to his feet and move and things of that nature. I think um, he's going to be learning on the job. You got, you got to get him against some number one, some, some touches that, aren't going to be too quizzical for him. But, but the other yeah, side of but that is... But at 38, is, do you have time to do that? He's 38. No, I mean, well, with the, the big right hand that he showed us that he's got, I mean, you he legitimately could have two fights where he's knocking some guys out, getting his name and recognition out there, and then he's getting... What, the okay, what about the guy the watches beat, Jerome Miller? <laughs> the only... They, okay, so here's my thing. Soft touch, right? A softer <laughs> touch. So yeah, well, because well, a much softer touch. With Jarrell threw about seven punches around on uh, last week. I've always felt like he didn't have it mentally, like he didn't have the heart to actually get in there and go and and dig deep when he has to. That's they're gonna stand right in front of one another. So yeah, Paulie, to your point. It's gonna. I kind of feel like it's gonna be who gets who first, but then I'm thinking, is Jarrell gonna actually even try to get him? You know what I mean? So but that Jor could be the Jarrell likes to put that mental pressure on you. He just kind of yeah. Come. So you know, yeah. guys like Engano are used to just grabbing you when that happens. So like he has to figure out a way to keep keep a Jarrell off him. But Jarrell's not as good as say a Dubois, but it was still mentally pressing because you, this guy's not gonna leave you alone, and he's this yeah. big guy. And yeah. are you gonna hurt him or you're not gonna hurt him? You usually hurt guys, but Jarrell takes a pretty good punch. I feel like it would be pretty good for a few rounds, and then Miller would come out of shape like he usually does when he's on on, on uh, whatever he's taking, and then uh, <laughs> and, and then uh, and then what's his name would would end up beating him, I think, you know. And, and so, but it would be like fun. I think it would be cool. I think it would be something and to put together. And to your point, when you're talking about him being with 38 years old, Engano, Engano, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Uh, heavyweights age slower than everybody else, yep. so we're talking about a, a Big Bang who's 40, fighting like he's. I don't want to go crazy with it. Give me, I don't know, 30, 30, I don't know. But to that point, 38, but you can still get in the ring two or three times this coming year as long as you're not in a big physical war or, or, or a war that's taxing on your body. But if you can get somebody like uh, like Jarrell Miller in front of you and for four or five rounds you're facing this mental war just as much as the physical war, and then he catches Jarrell, gets him out of there six, seven rounds, Get him back in the ring in three months. Why are we waiting? Why why do fighters wait so long to get back? There's no need to. Yeah, need, Chris. I, I've already done the math myself. It takes a month to get ready, uh, the fight, and then it takes a month to decompress from the fight and then get right back to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know something else? I have you right about heavyweight too. Because what? I, George, you'll probably know this better than me, but Ali was a 38 when he beat Spinks in a rematch, right? 30, between 36 and 38, but he was upper upper 30s. Upper 30s, okay. So, you know, and then Klitschko was about 40 when he fought. Uh, well, he fought, well, you know uh, what? You guys, Anthony Joshua, up, that was a good fight. You guys brought up Dubois. Um, Chris, uh, a lot of people think he kind of punches way back in as a contender. But when we were talking to Tim Bradley after that fight, Tim still labels him as a quitter. 
But he said what Big Baby didn't do was put him in a position to qu to quit. He made it easy for Dubois. Uh, do you think that Dubois has uh, re-energized himself? Can he be a serious contender again? No question, he's re-energized himself. And you know, this is the heavyweight division. This is why I was talking about you know with Wilder, he can, he can, he could always get back in there. Heavyweights, you know, with names, guy. Listen, guys, guys get knocked out. Guys get beaten badly. Guys go out and they don't show up. Guys go out and lay an egg. It's the heavyweight division. They can always they can almost always come back in because they can punch. And Dubois can punch. The guy can really punch. He showed that in the Miller fight. Um, even before he stopped Jarrell, which was impressive, he was landing big left hooks, big right hands, and they were having an effect. I, I, I said it right away. I was like, wow, this guy actually really can punch. So when you have a punch like that, and he's got the look that he's got, he still has a good record. He can absolutely get back in there with the top guys. Can he beat any of them? I think not. I, I tend to agree with Tim. I don't like quitters. I think when guys quit, I think that's just something that you have in you. And like like he Tim was saying about Jarrell, Jarrell didn't put him in, in that position. When, when actually on paper... Jarrell would have been the guy to put him in that position. The Jarrell of old made guys quit. The Jarrell of old didn't let guys breathe. He, he was swarming. Um, but this new current Jarrell Miller was not that guy. So Dubois was able to live. He was able to breathe. He was able to take his time. He was able to land his power. And that's why he was so dominant in the fight. Other guys who, who may not have that style won't give him that opportunity. Um, and, and I think we'll ultimately beat him. I think all the top guys beat Dubois. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw him in one of those big fights once again. What about Jared Anderson? Jared Anderson and Dubois? I was going to bring up, the, but, but before we do that, guys, let's just remind people, download the app, click on the link. January 17th, we got Pro Box. We got the Wednesday Night Fight Series coming back. You have to download the app. It's so easy to do wherever you get apps. And it's, and it's free. free. And it's free. You know what, Paulie? I was talking to someone the other day, and they didn't realize that the app was free. They thought they still had to pay for it. The app is free. Champions are talking it. boxing. What did you say, Sean? I'm paying for it. Well, besides you, that's a special deal. Just we'll we'll oh. talk later. Yeah, so that, that, besides Sean, Sean, you're, you're paying through the link that I gave you, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> we keep it in the family. But but it's free. Down, you know, just it's very easy. Download that app and and you get this boxing talk every day. But Paul, yes, I was going to bring up Jared Anderson next. He's 24 years old. He's supposed to be the new American star. Last year. He had some some testing fights. Um, he had a little bit of legal trouble towards the end of the year. But Paulie, what do you see for him? And he's got no fights I, lined up. Well, that's but what, what I'm do saying. I, him I, I, I'd like to see him continue to stay busy. And, and and I think he's about one fight away from joining that mix. He had a win over Charles Martin, which I yes. you know tested mm -hmm. a, a little bit, but it was good. And speaking of Charles Martin, I, okay, why don't we make uh Angana with Charles Martin? That's a fringe guy. Hey. Paulie matchmaker. You know, hey. he's got Ngano and Charles Listen, Martin. Ngano, that's a tough fighter, Ngano. Charles Martin, yeah, he can fight. Yeah, but you know what? But Charles is kind of like, uh, he's kind of like bipolar, you know? He's kind of like, he's all, he's kind of, you don't know how he's going to show up. So, <laughs> so it makes it interesting. Two southpaws, you know, it is, make it interesting, you know? But uh, actually, Ngano fights out of both stances anyway, I think. But um, yeah, regardless, right. I think Jared, um, he's one good win away. I mean, listen, the, the Martin fight is already being an ex-world champion, so you're kind of creeping into the, uh, the, the, uh, upper level of the heavyweight division. I think he's winning one more solid win, and you can really put him in the conversation with any of these guys. I don't know uh, who that would be with, um, but um, you know, it's a it's a fight that you'd you'd 
you you'd want to it's a fighter that you'd want to see start to see in that mix as well there's a little bit of question marks again for him again because you know the, the weird legal trouble he got i he, got i got a bunch of question marks yeah that so there but, but again what better way to answer those question marks than in the ring right i right. mean it's, it's he maybe he's going to become one of those enigmas where he's going to be super talented but you, you don't you never know which version of him you're going to get he might be one of those guys too speaking of guys like charles martin right just he's probably more normal in his head than than martin martin's off I've been in fighter meetings with that guy. That guy's off, but 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 uh, regardless, um, <laughs> he did the dip out. Sean I don't know. He, I've been in the gym with him. He seemed cool to me. Oh no, he's no, he's cool. I'm not. I didn't say he's not cool. I just think like you ask him one question and he and he's talking about something completely different. You're like, dude, why just you about this? Like, what the hell is he talking about that for? You know, like, how do you do that all the time? No, but like I'll answer it, but then I'll kind of I'll, I'll answer, but then I'll kind of bring it over. You know what I mean? But I'll That's answer. A good point, Sean. I'll bring it. I'll I, I thought he was going to start talk about. Oh, uh, completely disregard your question and like don't talk about like what what he had for breakfast instead. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like weird stuff. You know? Every, everyone deals with fight week pressure differently. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. And speaking of pressure, Jared also Anderson is one guy we're still curious about how he's going to deal with yeah. pressure. Uh, being this question marks out there as well, but you need to see him busy in order to uh, hope to get that, you know? Sean, what about Jared? I love Jared. I think at this point, and, and I know exactly where Jared comes from. Uh, I, I love Derry, his coach. I love, I love everything about Jared, but as I'm sitting here and I'm listening, the biggest question mark uh, that I have beyond the, the personal things that he's gone through. Um, we we've also seen that, that his mental, he has some mental lapses and his mental strength uh, needs needs to, or his mental fortitude needs to be strengthened. But beyond that, when I just look at the X's and O's, the body, the, the whole nine, he's got it all. But then he makes these really bad amateur moves. The biggest amateur move that he makes, I'm not going to, he, 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 he lacks defense. I think Barry, uh, um, Big baby, and again, uh, all the respect to his 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 team. He needs to get with some professional coaches that can show him these professional moves and show him how to be professionally uh, responsible in the ring. Um, it's easy to throw the punches. It's easy to land the punches. It's the punches that you. It's it's that defense. It's what do y'all do after this offense? He's fast. He's slick. He's exciting. He's got some power. The power seems to be increasing fight after fight. The one thing that ain't improved at all since day one that I've seen him is his defense, and um, I think it's really bad technique. And I think that you get to a point where if those people, are, if the people I'm with are not correcting this, and I keep getting hit with this. You literally can watch, especially the Charles Martin fight, but you can go back and look at other fights or fight where punches just miss. And it's because I'm making the same move because I'm with the same coaches that are allowing me to do the same thing. And I keep getting away with it until I get got like he did almost like he did with, with Charles Martin. So Sean, man, I'm, I'm glad you some... said it first. I was going to say oh. the exact same thing. Cause I, I like the kid a lot. I think he's yeah. the future, but that defense is an issue. And I don't think it's as much as, as maybe it's a technical lack, but it's a discipline lack. Because I've heard from sparring partners, from top guys, from Tyson Fury himself, that the kid's defense is awesome. And he's really reactive. And he's very good at moving his head. But he doesn't do it on fight night. And he's You know okay who else is like that? I'm sorry to cut you off, a Chris. A lot of guys are. Amanda Serrano is like that. Mm. Amanda Serrano does not have good defense until she mentally says, I'm going to yeah. use my defense. And we see the same thing from, from Jared Anderson. He can slide, he can move, he can do it all. 
but not until he calls on it. And you got to get a fighter to a point where it becomes so the the muscle memory is so I there. Think I, I think I'd rather not... I, you normally see the opposite. You see guys that aren't that defensively sound in the in the gym and then on fight night there un, they're unhittable. But a yeah. guy like Jared, I've been calling a lot of his fights on the way up on the undercard for top rank shows. I remember him getting hit by everybody. Everybody was able to hit him clean once every fight. And at heavy, I always said, I'm like, man, this is heavyweights. You can't, yeah. you can't allow these guys to hit you. And I thought as he stepped up in class and guys that became more dangerous, he would get a little more adept. He hasn't. Yeah. That, that scares me about him. I, listen, other than that, he's the future of boxing in a heavyweight division for me. But Absolutely. you cannot for get me. hit that clean by these guys. You're going to run into a guy that you can't take that punch because heavyweights take one. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm getting the word in my ear. We're going to wrap this up soon. But I want to go across the board. Um, give me a fight that you guys would like to see get made. Not fights that are made. Just be matchmaker. You know, Sean, start with you. What's the fight you would me. like to see? <laughs> Don't start made? with me. Don't start with Sean. me. I'm, I, I can't. <laughs> you can. You're the, I'm giving you time to think right now. Any fight in the heavyweight division right now, who would you like I, to I can't say Joshua Wilder. You can't, you can't say Joshua Wilder. You can say whatever Wilder. you want. You can say whatever you, know, actually, you want. Actually, you can. On, I just don't know. I just don't guys know. You guys are so disappointing. You guys are disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> Paulie, guys, Paulie, let's go to you. Give me a Joshua Wilder's for the casuals at this point. You know, like, right, the, Paulie, you know, give game, me they know the fight. big names. And they're like, I'm a casual. But, you know, like, Joshua Wilder, for, you know, if you know your boxing, it's not casual. a casual. We're going to have a new show, Casual Corner with Sean. I mean... Well, Paul, give fight. me your fight. Okay, I don't know. Joshua Argovich. Joshua Argovich is a good fight. Good fight. It's a good fight. Then there's good fight. There's, there's <laughs> mid, 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 middle tier shot ones like like Jared Anderson and Jarrell Miller for the moniker of who gets to keep the moniker Big Baby. The big Baby. That's a good one. Name. That's a good one. Chris, right, what about you? Uh, I I want Joshua Zhang in China. Ooh. I want Joshua Zhang in China. I think that's in a China. mega mega fight. And I think, and commercially, I think it's a fun fight. Um, I don't, I don't know exactly how the fight's going to go either, which is another reason I, I'd like to see it. Um, I want to see, I want to see Zhang get that payday. I like, I like Zhang a lot. Um, I think it's, it's, that's a 50, 50 fight. You know, that's, that's a real fight. Zhang's dangerous. You know, he's a little bit older. You know what, bro? If I'm Argovich, I'm going to start calling on Zhang again, because everybody keeps keeping his name for Zhang. I'd be like, you know what? Mofo, I didn't beat you. Let me just yeah. beat you again. Holy, but I'm you made the or point. Zhang's no, fun to watch. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah. He's fun. He's got a personality. So we and if saw they rematch, if they, if, now too. And if they rematch, the first fight was a good fight. If they rematch, Great fight. be more I money. Fight. Maybe fight. they'd put maybe they put more money behind it too, you know, because now both guys have kind of elevated themselves since they fought, you know? Yeah. It's a good fight. It's a good one too. They're All right, Sean. Fighters, bro. Sean, you've had enough time to think. What's your what's the biggest fight you could make at heavyweight? Uh, God, why would you say biggest fight? All right, nah. forget I said biggest. What fight <laughs> do you, you want to see at heavyweight? I want to see Andy Ruiz back in the ring. I think Daniel yeah. Dubois makes a lot of sense. It's a good Fun fight. fight. Fun fight. Good fight. That's a good one. All right, I mean, well, let's play matchmaker's corner here, bro. <laughs> That's another show. Matchmaker. What, what do we got? We got casual, casual corner, matchmaker's corner. All these fights are better than Joshua Wilder, all the fights we mentioned. That's true. Well, uh, well, Sean might not think so, but I, I think so. Look, at we least we all got to break off and have our own shows. We're talking about the heavyweights, at least with some excitement. <laughs> Going in, we're in 2024 now. It's a new year. So hopefully we get the fights that we want made. Despite what Sean says, Paulie says that Fury and Usyk is going to happen February 17th. So hopefully we'll have Undisputed. But guys, make sure you download the app because I see champions on my screen and these guys talk boxing every day. So download the app. 
It is free. And don't forget that Pro Box TV is your boxing channel. Pro Box TV can give you more the more subscriptions we have. So download the damn app. It's free. The more of you guys we have, the more we can do for you. It's free.